Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> Why did I say what? Ben just said, I feel like I'm going to have to hold this entire podcast above water. You guys, Why did you say that? Megan has had the stomach flu, a very bad variation of the stomach flu for the entire weekend. I so. thought I had an appendicitis. Like, yeah. I woke up. No, I went to sleep and I was like, oh, I've got really bad heartburn. And then halfway through the night, I was like, oh, just kidding. It's the exorcist part two. And then 345 rolls around and she's like, I need to go to urgent care. And I'm like, well, shit, I need to go to work. So here we are. And I'm like, I'll walk the dog and grab an Uber to the ER. (laughs) So it was kind of a tumultuous Friday. She's been... A little... I'm speaking like you're not here. I know, right? <laughs> I am here. Let I'm me basically, the only thing I've been good for is fixer up reruns and the occasional move on online Scrabble. It's demo day. It, y'all, it's demo, y'all, day. It's demo day. You ready to see fixer upper? <laughs> okay, we're gonna have a nap. We're gonna open up this. We're gonna wall. knock down this wall. We're gonna put up these nice, beautiful corbels. Just to give you more. We're of gonna an open have concept. a floating ceiling with no walls, and you're all gonna love it. You'll be able to Joe, see your kids from your kitchen. Joe, we got termites. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need five thousand dollars. That's too bad, I bud. Chip list. He's got a list. Apparently, he's got also, gay chip. Gay chip gains. <laughs> chip gay. Kids. Chip gain is. Gain. <laughs> Fabulous. No wonder he married Joanna. <laughs> she, oh, she's a bougie. You may now kiss the beard. <laughs> I got some bougie denim on I got today. some bougie denim. <laughs> Watch out. I got my acid wash jeans for demo day today. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow. That was my, we'll just say that was my week was right. being sick. Yep. You had an excite. You got to go talk to Amda at your old school. I did, yesterday. yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am in. Cons- I'm a conservatory <laughs> graduate. <laughs> May your hats fly <laughs> as high as your dreams. <laughs> and then they throw their hats in the air. Oh my god! No, I'm a I'm a graduate of AMDA. Uh, so what does that stand for? The American Musical and Dramatic Academy here in New York City. I did their two year actors conservatory and. Uh, I got to go speak on an alumni panel to students who are already enrolled um, just to give my two cents about what my experience was and how Amdo's shaped my career. Tell me what the best thing was about that and what the weirdest thing was about that. There were... Yeah, there were some kids who were a little socially awkward, but they're they're actors, um, and they're like nineteen twenty. Oh know? yeah, so like they the awkward's just built yeah, in right like now. Like you haven't figured yourself out yet. No, and who has figured themselves out yet? Anyway, no. Um, I think the best thing was that I again I got to share my stories and experiences and relate it to what they're going through right now and the classes they're taking and the teachers that they have. And Did they, anyone cry when they listened to you speak? So, I had to pass out Kleenex constantly i'm like oh we need some in the back no no we need another box in the front not a dry eye in the house (laughs) it was just that inspiring (laughs) no it was it was really great i love uh i really love kind of passing on you know the the knowledge i guess and the experience and relating it to again what they're doing in school and um just letting them know that they're enough and not to 
feel like they have to put so much on to hide themselves, but to tear away everything, to reveal so themselves basically, even more. Everything that society has told us to do, don't do that. Do the opposite. Right. Do the opposite of what because you've been society told wants for you your to be entire perfect, life. And there's no such fucking things. So. No. Um, yeah. Speaking of being perfect and trying to be the perfect, beautiful version of yourself, uh-huh. we got to watch Drop, Drop Dead, Dead Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Now, full disclosure, we've yes. both seen this movie, but yes. given Megan's condition. I was, Ben was like, okay, babe, because we put the vote out. Yeah, and we actually, did. We put a vote out of both of them because it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's right. been a really long time. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm fine with watching that. Hi, Rocket. Oh, and here he is. Here's the boy. So we wanted Rocket to not be up here with us today because he snores, um, but he found his way up anyhow. Hi. Hi, sweet boy. Oh, people. And most people voted for us to watch Drop yeah, Dead Gorgeous. Yeah, it was we actually like 55, 60%. Fast Times at Ridmont, Ridgemont High. Right, Fast Times, which Megan has never seen. I have seen, not seen that. But since she was sick, I didn't think she could watch it and review it and take notes. You were really nice. Accurately. You even asked me. You're like, do you want to do Fast mm-hmm. Times? And I was like... To. I'm barely hanging on for the demo day of this expectant child family. I think I'm going to need to go with something I relatively remember. Right, right. But this is such an amazing movie. And Ben pointed out, like, a lot of people haven't seen this movie. It is kind of a sleeper slash cult hit now. Yeah. Um, It wasn't in theaters for very long. The critics really didn't care for it. Which is such a shame. Yeah. I would honestly... I would put this movie up with the one like the best one-liner movies. You think of of one-liners from like The Princess Bride, which is maybe yes. one of the better ones. Inconceivable. Uh, Tombstone for most guys you out there. You always like, say Tombstone. Okay. No one knows Tombstone. So maybe that's I've a movie seen we need Tombstone to Tombstone, and I can't quote it. I'm like, I remember pretty much every Val, one of Val Kilmer, Kilmer at some lines. point being like, I'm coughing up blood. Quippy right. line. I've not yet begun to defile myself. That's it. That's all I remember from that movie. Pretty much all Anchorman of is a much better is one-liner one. than So again, like Tombstone. Tombstone, Anchorman, yes, The Princess Bride. I would put this movie up with one of the more quotable movies I have ever seen. Yes. That, and it's an all-female comedy. Yes. That came out in 1999. And, you know, maybe, again, it's because of what we're going through socially that it really, again, it wasn't in theaters for that long, and people didn't really latch onto it. No. But this has an amazing female cast. And it was written entire, by a woman. And it was written by a woman. It was directed by a guy, but written by a written woman. Written by a woman, and, yep. And uh, the gal who wrote it is actually in the movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I feel like it's it's this kind of sleeper cult hit now. And Allison Janney is in it. Allison Janney, who, and we can we can get into to her character a little bit more, but she actually... She said that she gets quotes from that more often than she right. does from when West Wing. When people come up to her on the street, they reference Drop Dead Gorgeous more than they do her work on the West Wing. Now, I, Tanya might change That's that probably a little bit because it. it's, yeah. such, it's such an amazing character for right. her to play. Like for Halloween next year, I want to be the mom you for my Tanya. Mom. I'm going to get a and little fake bird. Yes. Oh, my God. <gasps> you should be Tanya Harding and I should be the mom. I could get the little bird and the, the <laughs> fur coat and then you can just smile way too big and have a scrunchie and then oh, Ben uh, that right. would be we always come up with the 
best ideas for Halloween costumes. But then it's like three weeks before, and, and then we, have no, time, no like, one's oh, invited shit. us to anything except for bars. Plus, and we don't we go don't to Halloween go to parties anymore because we're in our. It, here's the thing. It was different in Portland because people would have house parties. I'm fine with going to yeah. house parties. Or going to karaoke. Yeah, but here it's like a house party is in someone's, you know, 300 square foot studio apartment. Right. And I'm like, where do I sit down? And Does anyone down have a, a nice, like, Pinot Gris <laughs> or do I just have to drink Jungle Juice? There are like, way too many people in the studio apartment. It's just different here. Anyhow. It is. Um, poor, we poor put upon happy married <laughs> right. people. How dare Our you. lives are so fucking hard. Um, so Drop Dead Gorgeous came out in 1999, directed by Michael Patrick Jan, written by Lona Williams, and again, Lona Williams plays one of the, uh, judges for the pageant in this movie. Um, the, uh, description for the film, per IMDb, uh, a small town beauty pageant turns deadly as it becomes clear that someone will go to any lengths to win. Um, and it's shot, it's a mockumentary, essentially. Yes. The guy who directed this directed, I think, every single episode of Reno 911. I was just going to ask because it's the same guy that seasons. plays Officer Dingle, isn't it? Well, the guy who plays uh, uh, Officer Jim Dangle, um, he is one of the camera crew. Right, he's the one that's asking movie. the questions. So we have a lot of the people who were involved in the creation and production of Reno 911 on Comedy mm -hmm. Central who shot this mockumentary style movie right. about a small town beauty pageant in Minnesota. In Minnesota. And I feel like that's a big part of it. Oh, you betcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's like, while this was happening, Fargo was happening not too right, far up the right. way. And and the accents are really, they're kind of heavy-handed. Oh, you betcha. Yeah. Yeah. But they are, it's, but it's they're almost, so it's funny. It's so perfect. Um, and the cast includes Kirstie Alley. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten? 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 So Kirstie Alley... Denise Richards, Ellen Barkin, Allison Janney, Kirsten Dunst. What um, happened to Denise Richards? You know, I had like this whole... <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was going to say about Denise Richards. What I happened to her? I don't know if I've really liked her in I've anything. never... I Here's the thing. Okay, Bless her she heart. was a Bond girl. Okay. Number one. She, she was, has a resting bitch face. She does a little bit, but this movie is perfect for her well, because right. she plays... It's a vehicle for that. Right, she plays the antagonist, essentially. Right. And spoilers, by the way. Becky like, Lehman. Yeah, Rebecca Ann Lehman, um, who is Kirstie Alley's daughter in this movie. Right. So basically what you're looking at is, again, small town doing a pageant. Right. And then there's essentially, of course, there's the main protagonist, which is Kirsten Dunst. Right. And the antagonist, which is, Denise I guess, Richards. Denise Richards and, Kirstie, and Alley. Alley. Kirstie Alley. Because Kirstie Alley uh, plays, like, her family is the richest family in a small town. It's front page news and one of them takes a shit. Um <laughs> You're bringing in the accent without meaning to. <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, Kirstie Alley really wants her daughter to win this pageant. Because she won it when she was a kid. Right, exactly. And so now it kind of seems like she's, like it said, it's turned at any lengths, you know, to make sure that someone, someone's going to win. Hint, hint, right. is going to win the pageant. Right. But the turns that are in this are so great. It's so good. The, again, the one liners, just stupid, insane scenarios that play out. And really great character actors too, like right. like character actors that you see in a lot of the smaller roles. Mindy Sterling, who has one of the co-starring roles, uh, she played Frau Farbissna in the Austin Powers movies. I don't remember the that. extreme German lady. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 So you see her in a That's lot of stuff. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Matt Malloy, who plays John Doe, who's one of the judges. He's been in a ton of comedies. Michael McShane, who played Friar Tuck in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That's Will right. Will Sasso, who was uh, a big part of the Mad TV cast. Yeah. Also, this is Amy Adams' first 
movie. That's right. Amy it's Adams is in so this. so bonkers. I don't think she even gets this. top billing. No. This, but she's blonde. Um, this is like, yeah. So the, this is her first feature film. Um, but you I mean, get to her s- teeth might as well get higher billing than she does. Right. That fucking smile, yeah. I swear to God. It's insane, though. Like, because after she dyed her hair red, her entire career shifted. Maybe you know? I should do that. Maybe you should do that. I'm going to do, I'm going to be, because I'm not blonde. And maybe I should not dye, I you should, should change dye my hair your, Okay, I have been telling you this look more Aryan, for maybe? so long. <laughs> you need to dye your hair black. I, I have really been should. telling you this for so long. You, because those baby blue eyes would just, bing, they would. Uh, Brittany Murphy's also in this movie. Um, oh, rest, rest her, soul. her soul. I know, but she's so good. She, she plays. Is. She plays one of the one of the uh, pageant contestants, and these are all high school girls, by the way. They're they're participating right. they're in a small town like, beauty what, pageant. Seventeen. Right. It's uh, and they they do little interviews with each one, mm-hmm. and she's Talking got an obsession. Things. Yeah, it's sort of like Office style again, mockumentary. Um, and her brother's off in New York being a drag queen, and mm-hmm. she's got this obsession with New York City, but she's super, like, socially awkward. Right. Like most of them are. Um, the gal uh, who plays Tess Winehouse, who, whose best attribute is that she was attacked by her German shepherd. They remade my belly with skin from my butt. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> And like a bolt from a DC-10 hit her in the That's head. That's right. I forgot about the DC-10 <laughs> thing when that happened. I was like, oh my God. Um, Denise Richards, though, in this movie. Like, Denise Richards, again, right. Again, I, I never really have liked her in much. I think one of her biggest claims to fame was A, she, she was married to Charlie Sheen. And oh. B, she was a Bond girl in The World Is Not Enough. And so that was Pierce Brosnan's third Bond film. But she played she played a nuclear scientist named, okay. named Christmas Jones. Who is, no. of course, just stacked. Wait, is top. it Chris? Her no. middle name is Mass? Christmas Jones. It's Her first name is yeah. Christmas. So when she introduces herself to James Bond, she's like, my name's Jones, Christmas Jones. Don't bother with the jokes. I've heard them all. And he's like, I don't know any doctor jokes. I'm like, what the fuck? Why does he have that accent? Yeah, because he's like, he's disguised as a Russian or something like that. It's, d- all right. The world is not enough is not the best example of a Bond Ew. Um, but yeah, Ew. so I think that may have been her biggest claim to fame. But she is great in this movie because she plays a role that is so perfect for her look and her type. Right, it just it's leans just right into her brand. It's so effortless. Yeah. But of course, like the the two people who steal this film, in my opinion, are Allison Janney and Ellen Barkin. Absolutely, because they play best friends. Um, Ellen what Barkin. Is it? Yeah, what is? Uh, what, oh my gosh! I can't. Well, Ellen my Barkin words. has been in so like she has a very you guys. Ben literally said, career. "Oh my god, Ellen Barkin!" And like she grabbed has, his phone. Is, He's but so she's, excited. She's done so much. Like the work. Uh, she's been nominated for you know two Golden Globes. I want to say she's got. Because in my head, all I can see is her with that really very heavy trailer trash makeup from the movie. I don't really remember her from anything else. Yeah, I mean, she's done she's done uh, a movie called Sea of Love with Al Pacino, This Boy's Life with Leonardo DiCaprio, and Robert De Niro. She plays De Niro's wife slash DiCaprio's mom. She's she's had a very storied career. She's done a lot of stage work. She was part of the New York Actors Studio. Wow. Um and she's she's just been she's been acting forever. You've probably seen her in a million movies. That's like one of those actors. Like remember those the Netflix things where it's like, oh yeah, it's oh, yeah that, that guy from guy. that thing. I think. Yeah, the one. The, the, the one. The, it's like these actors that have been in so much stuff. You see them all over. But the they're place. not like a celebrities. Yeah, you don't. So you don't, you don't know. know. Their names. So technically, it's like okay. So Jennifer Lawrence has had yes a lot of 
a lot of different roles and has had a vast amount of success, especially for her age. Mm. But if you look at somebody else like Allison Janney, who's kind of just now coming into massive stardom. I mean, she was... She's known very well for the West Wing. Right. She's done... Which I feel like that was before my time. I wasn't... When I was a kid, I was like, that's a it's politics show. show. I, I mean, don't like politics. It's written... Uh, the first five seasons, I think, were written by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen or watched the West Wing, you owe yourself to to watch all of it. Maybe ben. we should watch every episode of the West Wing. Ben. And then come back. Ben. What? I have only watched the episodes of West Wing that I have watched when you're watching them. Oh, all right. So, really, I haven't watched the West Wing. <laughs> you haven't really watched I it. I haven't really watched it. It changes a lot when Aaron Sorkin leaves. Oh, that's too bad. Um, In Sorkin, we trust. In Sorkin, we trust. Um, um, so, okay, so normally, here's the thing I was thinking, too, because normally we would do bad news, good news, but I'm finding that that doesn't really work. Hmm. Because, A, you never have anything bad to say about a movie other than it's too long <laughs> or The Last Jedi. Yeah, go back and listen to our discussion on The Last Jedi. Yeah, it was just that was just all about what we didn't like. Discombobulated rant yes. of what, of a, what a piece of shit that movie right. was. Right, so there's um, that. Right. Uh, and <laughs> then for good news, I mean, we both have wonderful things to say. So instead, I thought that we would talk about... Um, like what your favorite parts were about this movie mm. and what was something that really stuck out to you. Mm. So, and something that really stuck out to you could be good or bad. Yeah. So that way we're covering everything. Um, then a couple of things, I guess. So uh, tell us, Ben, what's your side? What's your side of the story? I, I've seen this movie probably 50 times. Are you this serious? This was one of those movies. Wait, oh, when was the first time you saw it? So I think it, as soon as it was it was uh, released on video, I remember seeing the poster in the movie theater at mm -hmm. the San Am 11 movie theater in Salem. I remember seeing it there and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. But, you know, I was, let's see, I was 14, so I didn't right. really pay attention to it. Um, but then when it came out on video, uh, my friends and I, we just rented it because it was in the comedy section. It was a new release. And we're like, this is fucking funny. You know, like, <laughs> and, like everyone has funny accents and right. like Allison Janney's saying all these amazing one-liners and, uh, <laughs> it's just, and like Kirstie Alley's in it and I'm like, oh, Kirstie Alley played Lieutenant Savick in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan and she's really funny in this movie and, uh, See, and I I've just seen, remember her from For Richer or Poorer. Right, or from Cheers or anything like that, but, uh... Yeah, I just we just we quoted this movie constantly like mm. in my teenagers growing up and I've I'm really proud that I've introduced so many people to this movie. Um included like Aaron who's a coach at, at my work. Um she's obsessed with Tanya Harding. Uh-huh. And all she could talk about was I Tanya when it was coming out. Uh-huh. And about how amazing Allison Janney is and I'm like, "Have you seen Drop Dead Gorgeous?" She's like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay." So probably next to I, Tanya, Allison, Janney's best performance. Right. Funniest gonna performance be in is going to be Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes. So you need to drop everything you have and watch it. Right. Um, so yeah, the, I saw it when I was uh, 14, 15, as soon as it was released on video. Yeah. But when I watched it this time, I really connected with Kirsten Dunst's character like more than ever. She plays again. She's the protagonist. She's the she's the most legitimately talented person in the entire pageant she's a tap dancer she's good hearted she's, she, and she's got the heart of gold like, yeah she's just a good person and and to like that role in and of itself like it's written that way but kirsten dunst does a wonderful job right. really bringing that and fleshing very it out relatable very sympathetic and empathetic but what's great is that she's relatable and sympathetic and empathetic she's a sweet girl and yet her day job is putting makeup on dead bodies <laughs> she works 
at a mortuary. Yeah, I at guess? a morgue. She works in at a, a morgue, morgue, but her job is to do the hair and makeup on the deceased. And you see her like doing hair and makeup on dead bodies while, while she's, she's tap dancing her at talent. The same time. While she's practicing it's her so talent for absurd. the show. It's so amazing. She's like, I'm just, I'm really I'm... glad that I have a job where I can practice my talent. <laughs> you know? Oh my fucking lot. It, it is just. Well, I, yeah, I agree with you. So like, funny. she kind of shined out a little bit more than than previously. I yeah. just, I think I forgot. She's a good actor. She really is. I feel like poor Spider Man just kind of pigeonholed her as an yeah. actor maybe but I mean, uh, she's been she's been working all of her life uh, you yeah. can always go back to she won a golden globe for her role in interview with a vampire when Jum- she was like jumanji 11. oh interview with a vampire no but she did jumanji after that oh. so she's she's been working all of her life right so it's it's really cool to see her sort of in this in this mid place in her in her uh yeah how old was she i wonder so 99 she was probably if not her late teens, her early 20s. Jesus. But she's amazing in this movie. Yeah. And her whole journey through it is that, again, the, the the odds are stacked against her because she comes from a really poor family. Her mom's a hairdresser. They live in a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Rebecca Ann Lehman, Denise Richards, really wants to win this competition, and girls are falling down dead all over the place. Right. And, and it's so Kirsten Dunst like, that it's right, Becky. Right, that it's Becky. But so Kirsten Dunst like, is kind of afraid of her own life, and she wants to drop out but the journey it just it it unfolds in ways that you don't expect mm-hmm. and um i don't know should we get into spoilers i know let's is, try really? not to because movie's want, 20 years old this, i know? know but here's the thing is, is that you said and this is true literally literally from what just happened mm-hmm. your friend aaron at work has not seen this movie that's true so i don't want to give spoilers in case there are people that are listening to this right they're like mm, should i watch this yeah you should and i don't want to give any spoilers away i guess overall without trying to give away any spoilers is that shit i just spoiled it no you didn't though we can cut this out though oh yeah okay you so know, start this. back three hang on two so her journey ends up unfolding in ways that she doesn't expect, which I really like because it's very true to life. If you're pursuing something, if you have a dream, you accomplish certain goals to get you to that dream. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the dream is never what you expect in both good and bad ways. Right. Because you think about what happens. Okay, now you're giving shit away again. Am I giving shit away again? Yes. All right, here we go. Go back. Hang on. (laughs) Okay, so we've had to re-record this three times now because, because Ben keeps giving away spoilers, right, even though I just said... I really don't want to. Don't spoilers. What I, re- what I related to most with Kirsten Dunst, this time around especially... Don't spoil it. ...is that the the journey of life don't. and your pursuit of your dreams... Spoil it. ...often unfold in ways that you don't expect. And that's very true to life, and I, I that that really resonated with me. That's so true. That that was my favorite part that's of, true. of this movie. I, and again, I don't know what it is. Lately, I have been, I think it's that literally I, we were watching Parks and Rec last night and I was noticing how much detail and how much work goes into art direction Mm -hmm. for movies, for shows. Um, And so thinking about the fact that there is so much that goes into just like the creation of a movie in and of itself, but they were creating a pageant, a full fleshed out 50 year old pageant Mm. and all of its history (laughs) along with this movie. Right. And I think I just really appreciated like all the little side videos that they had and like fucking Adam West is in it for a hot (laughs) second uh, in one of the side movies. And, uh, and they really fleshed out the town. Like you Mm. knew exactly 
exactly where yeah, this town the world was. That they created was just you, you were dropped right into you knew it just exactly it was where so it was you if you were like driving through cross country on a trip you would probably only want to stay in this town for one night maybe two so it's it's set in mount you rose do just minnesota say mount rose minnesota mount rose, minnesota and and i think they just they just Ow. switched oh Megan just hit her teeth with her own water this glass. This is the second time I've hurt myself with so a water glass. So yesterday she took a drink of her LaCroix, but the can didn't quite get to her lips. So she tipped it and it just went spilling down her entire body. I'm not well, you guys. She, it's like the drinking problem that- I had a black tongue that, this morning from too much Pepto. It's like the drinking problem that Stryker has in the movie Airplane. He uh, keeps throwing it on his like, face. I just spilled LaCroix all over myself. <laughs> oh, it's all down. On my stomach. <laughs> I feel silly. I'm like, it's okay. Thank no, you were laughing and I saying was, it's it okay. It was fucking funny. Anyways. Anyways. Um, the world of Mount Rose. <laughs> Mount Rose, Minnesota. So they, uh, uh, the writer actually just changed the name of an actual town in Minnesota, which is oh. Rosemont. Oh. Turned it into Mount Rose to make it sort of a fictional town. That's she didn't want to. She didn't want to make it seem like she was making fun of Minnesotans. But it's a, it's, you know, I think a lot of the actors took the accent and they turned it up to 11. Yeah. Which is totally fine because I feel like it's a comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy and it works. The only thing I will say, and this is just more of a disclaimer. uh, If you are sensitive around people making fun of other people with disabilities, (laughs) you may not care for this movie. You may That's not so care for this movie because the there's one character it. who's the son of what's his name. So uh, uh, this is the son Michael of McShane one of the judges. Michael and McShane. Will Sasso play yeah. father and son, and this is when Michael McShane was still a very big guy. Again, he's a pretty well established comedian, but he and Will Sasso play father and son. But Will Sasso is the son, and he he's not all there. He's not playing with a full deck, right? You know, and so he's they, a couple fries short of a happy meal. Right. So they reference him as the, as the town retard. Yeah, and they say the tard has his pants off right. completely right now <laughs> and things like that. So if you are sensitive <laughs> to those kinds of things, it's really funny though. It's funny, but I'm just letting you know. In this P, right in the PC culture we live in, um, I don't know. Even if it is offensive, but it's again, still funny. like I know people who may be offended by of that. Course. So I'm of just course. I'm just Disclaimer. putting that out there. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, what else? What else I was gonna say? What's the other girl's name? Ellen Barkin? No. The mom. Yeah, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. Yeah, yeah her. <laughs> <laughs> who plays Lynette. No, of course not. When she's Lynette. Lynette who spends half the movie with And not spoilers. What? That's a spoiler. That's not really a spoiler. Yeah, it is. That's a really funny thing. I okay. wouldn't want someone to ruin that right, for here we me. Go. So what was the thing I was gonna say? It's the woman the Becky's Kirstie mom. Alley. Kirstie Alley. Why yeah. couldn't I think of that I name? Okay. You're sick. I am sick. I was thinking, too, about how she does a really great job in this movie. Yeah. Because everyone knows this mom. Yeah, the stage mom. Everyone knows this mom, the mom who wants everything to be perfect. Controlling. Who is controlling. But also, too, is very intelligent and honestly takes a leadership role because that's kind of what she was born to do. Right, and people follow her. Right, it's something that she's good at. And they're afraid of her. Right. And so it, just seeing her do that, but with like a big smile on her face right. and being like, USA is A-OK. Did you know I have a great recipe for some brownie bars if you want them? Right. You know, right now I'm wearing my wife apron and my mom hat. Right now, uh, when I'm out there, I'm a God-fearing citizen, but right now I'm at <laughs> home and I'm wearing my mom hat and my, my, my wife, wife apron, apron. <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, just, and that's the other thing too, like along with the art direction that fleshes this out, 
the the script writing in this is incredible. Like right now I'm working on writing a comedy. Right. And and just watching this, I'm like, God, I would give anything to make sure that my script is as quick and as funny and as well fleshed out as yeah. this is. The dialogue is incredible. Yeah. Uh, um, Lana, Lona Williams? Lona Williams. L-O-N-A wrote the script. Again, she's uh, she's she, actually in the movie. She plays she one of the judges. She looks like a sad librarian. Right. She plays she's this Jean, mousy little judge woman. number three. Yeah. She does, I don't think she has a single line in the movie. She doesn't say a single word. because, And that's actually great. I think you know, it, it was a smart idea to put her in the movie, but yeah. just to have her play, you know, not like a, it, it's a minimal role, but she right. doesn't distract, you know, right. like, oh, the writer's in this movie, but she doesn't like pull focus no. from the actual movie. No. Um, yeah, again, standouts, Allison Janney has the best lines. The most smartest. Most smartest? Yeah. Oh, that's great. You're real educated. You are a good person. Good things happen to good people. Yeah. No. It's pure bullshit, sweetie. You're lucky as hell, so you might as well enjoy it. Do you think a nice, cool minute help if I shoved your head up your ass? It's just, you get these lines, and they're just delivered with such yeah. effortless, like, ugh. And Can it's you imagine too. being on set for that, too, where it's like, uh, oh, my God. And that's yeah. the other thing, too. Like, direction was done very, very well. Right, very the direct, well. Michael, what was his name? Michael? Uh, uh, he did a wonderful job with this because... Michael com- Patrick Jan. Michael Patrick Jan. What else has he done? Um, again, like, I think what he's best known for is this. He did uh, seven seasons of Reno 911. Ah. Uh, um, he's done a lot of really current work, actually, on television. He's directed some episodes of The Good Doctor. Okay, so this is something I've noticed. That is, either people, either directors are on the decline or on the incline. They're always <laughs> guest directors on these uh, TV shows. He's, like, like he's constantly uh, working. He's from uh, he's from Albany, New York, originally. Huh. Um, he's directed a lot of television. Um, but so that absolutely lends itself to this because it's so quick. It is like, and again, you you think of seven seasons of Reno Nine One One. That's a comedic right. show that shot mo- mockumentary, mockumentary style. style. So, and again, the, the 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 way that they shot this mockumentary style just is so perfect for the story that they're telling. Right. Because again, it's a small town beauty pageant, and it's about this film crew who goes to document it. Yeah. You know? Um, so let's talk about who would like this movie or what situation this would be good for. Uh, I think this would actually be great for a first date. A fi- oh, a first date movie? Absolutely. Now, I don't know if you want to watch it with me because I'd be quoting it the entire well, time right. and be like, I'm never going out this right. way again. Uh, I also, too, like if you liked movies like Best in Show. Yes. Or, Christopher Guest style. Uh, or if you like The Office, yes. uh, Perks and Rec. Mm. This is going to be a great this movie. Is right up your alley. Um, I also think, too, that... Uh, if you, I don't know, if you like like American Dad or Family Guy yeah. or something like that, it's not quite as irreverent as those, yeah. but it's got the same type of humor. Yeah. That's just very much over the top, but still very real and right in the world it's that not, it's built. It's not heavy handed. No. It, again, it's it's it feels justified in the world that they've created. Right. Um, you can also relate to these characters at the same time. Again, and it's an all-female comedy. Like, all of the leads in this movie are fe- are actresses, you know? And they're funny, and they're at the top of their game. Yep. And you think of movies like, like Bridesmaids, or you f- uh, a movie like uh, like go- like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the Ghostbusters remake, yeah. You know, and I feel like this movie, maybe 
Hi, it's bud. okay, bud. Maybe because this movie's 20 years old, people have forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an all-female driven comedy yeah. with some great men actors, you know, in supporting roles. Yeah. But this is a great vehicle for female comedians, and a lot of them are still working today. Yeah. Um, so I feel like just, just for, for your own sort of history, especially with everything we're going through socially... Um, it's really it's great to see something that's all female led. Well, almost ahead of its time in that way. Very much so, and maybe that's why I don't know. I can only speculate, but maybe that's why it didn't, you know, resound with people as much. That could be you know? like if it was released now. If yeah. it was released today, it probably would do on, much better. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a forty-four percent. What? Yeah, on IMDb, the Metacritic score is only twenty-eight. What? Yeah. And this movie is fucking funny, guys. It is. It is. Like... Okay, wait. Do trivia. Do trivia. Oh, okay. Now, so... remember, you do it as a question. Right. Otherwise, it's <clears throat> not funny. Um... And this has to be funny or <laughs> no one will listen to us. <laughs> so, Alice and Janney uh, actually had a really long shoot on this movie particularly. Oh. So, where do you think she hung out to pick up her accent? She had to hang out somewhere she to just, pick yeah, up her accent? Yeah, she was in Minnesota for a long time. So, where do you think she hung out? So, okay, this is between, like, takes yeah, and stuff like yeah. that? So just around... She just around... lived in Minnesota. Oh. So she went somewhere very specific to pick up the accent. A bar? Mm. Uh, a salon? They go there. They go to this place in the movie. They do? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bar. No. Not a salon. They go They go here to pick out some outfits. I don't... Now I just want to say <laughs> Blouse Barn from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> no, where? I don't know. It's the Mall of America. They go, she went to the Mall of you'd, America? You'd think they'd have the parking lot of America to go with the Mall of America. Um, yeah, so Alice and Janney hung out in the Mall of America just because she had, she, uh, she's in most of this movie. She's she in is. like 85% of it. Yeah. Um, she doesn't show up until about 20 minutes in, but then you see Loretta pretty much for the, entire the rest time. of the movie. Um, and she hung out in the Mall of America just to listen to people. That's talk fantastic. Because she had so much time on her I hands. I wonder how many Wetzel's pretzels she had <laughs> in that amount of time. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, so two of the actresses are now known as being uh, superhero. I thought you were going to say dead, and I was so like, that's a really two sad way of putting it. actresses who are now it. involved in superhero franchises are... Uh, Amy Ryan? No. Amy Ryan is on The Office. She plays Holly Flash. Oh. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Amy Adams? Yeah. Okay. Megan's really great with celebrity names. I'm by terrible. The way, in that she's terrible at remembering uh, celebrity names. So. I remember I asked, oh, I think I said it this already. It was Braveheart, wasn't Braveheart. It? I was like, oh, yeah, Mel Brooks directed Braveheart, right? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and then I'm like, can you imagine Mel Brooks directing Braveheart? That would Braveheart? be fantastic. Uh, um, okay. And then well, the other one, um, uh, oh, Kirsten Dunst. Yep. There you go. Because she was in Spider Man. Spider Man. Which the second one was not great. Or was it the whoa, third one? Whoa, whoa. No, 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 wait. Was second Spider-Man was amazing. Which, whichever one is the one where all of a sudden fucking Spider-Man, Peter Parker, decides to go tango all over oh, the place. that was the third one. That was the third which one. That was horrible. That was terrible. That was a dumpster fire movie. As soon as the tango thing happened, I'm like, where are we? It was awful. Who? It was awful. Someone from Dancing with the Stars was on set that day yep. and said, you know what would be fun? Yep. That's where that came from. It was a horrible movie. That was terrible. Yeah. Anyways. Second one was the best. Um, what else? Other little trivia bits. Uh, this actress is known for her own show on Nickelodeon that was on in the early what? 90s. Who auditioned for this movie. Wait, she auditioned for the movie, but right. she didn't get cast in it? Correct. 
And now she's got her own show on no, Nickelodeon. No, she did have her own show on Nickelodeon when she was a teenager. I want to say that's so Raven, but that's not right. <laughs> no, like like when we were kids. Uh oh, um, Alex. Uh, the no, no before her. Oh yeah. All that from, from no, before all that? all that. Fucking yeah. What? What? I don't know. I have so no Melissa idea. Melissa Joan Hart of Clarissa Explains It All. Oh my god. Audition for this movie. Oh. I feel like she would have been really good in she this movie. She would have been super she cute. Right in, I think. Yes. Yeah, but in like one of the more of the minor roles. Right. Because uh, I feel like. Although again, now the, the I can't, I can't really think well. of anybody else in those roles. Right. I know. I know. These are sort of abstract yes. actresses who just who play it so well. Yeah. Or just really good character actors. What do you think the original title of this movie was? There's a different, there was a different title. Uh, so think of like the rural place where they live. Okay, Mount Rose, Minnesota. Minnesota farming. Beauty Queens. No. Uh, oh, Mi- I mean, uh, Queens oh, in it. Queens is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, farming, farming, queening, queening farms, a farming, <laughs> a, a farm for a queen, a farm for a, be- a beauty queen pageant teen princess. So close. What is it? Dairy Queens. Dairy Queens? But they got in trouble Shut with the Dairy Queen up. Corporation. That's so amazing. So they, they had to change it. To drop dead gorgeous, that's, which I like. I like that better. Right. But Dairy, but Dairy Queen still Queens, that's worked. really funny. It still would have worked because, and it probably would have upped Dairy Queen's business. It probably would have. Like, oh, I really want like. like well, a, now I really want to go get a blizzard. I want a peanut butter parfait yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds awful yeah. right now. Um, Amanda terrible. Detmer is also in this movie. She's another comedic actress. This was her first movie. Rocket, oh calm down. It's such incredible knowledge. I know. Um, Amanda Detmer, who has been seen in a ton of movies and comedies. I think she's done a, a handful of television work, but she plays the gal who talks to Kirsten Dunst at... You just gave away another seen. spoiler. Who cares? So, oh, my God. <laughs> just okay. watch the, the movie's 20 years old, All right, guys. go ahead. Go ahead. All so, right, so she's talking. No, and that's that's it. I was just saying this was Amanda Detmer's oh. uh, What else has debut. Amanda Detmer been in? Um, I think what I can reference off the top of my head is a movie called Saving Silverman. Which is a comedy that's pretty funny, pretty abstract. Uh, Jack Black and Steve Zahn are in it. Uh, Amanda Peet, Neil Diamond shows up. What? Arlie Ermey is in it. Random. Do yourself a favor and watch this movie. It is. is It's a great like Friday night comedy. Yes. Um, I'm sure you can find it streaming. You can probably run it for two bucks on Amazon. Yeah. It's just one of those funny quotable movies that that you'll that you'll watch periodically and like, be like this is fucking this funny. is also too like for me i would get if i was having a movie night with friends this would be the this movie would be I'd a movie pick. i'd put on because Absolutely. everybody will have a good time with right. it right right this it's is not it'll it'll do better with a group yeah i, I think, think so um i just again i remember renting this movie so much along with like the big lebowski right these were the movies that i found you know, as a teenager that I just watched time and time again yeah. just because the writing is so fucking good right? and the performances are so spot on. And a great ensemble cast. Like, everyone fills their role perfectly to the T. Yeah. Um, there, there are, there's standouts and moments, of course. Like You again, still got an accent coming in. Do I? You do. You'll be talking and then it's all of a sudden it'll just this start movie coming in without and I'll be accent. like, well... This, it's sort of it's sort of like how your I gotta mom's tell accent ya. shows up. I don't I can't hear my mom's accent. Really? No. Oh, I've I told you this. I can't hear it. It sounds like a normal person. Your mom's from to Michigan, me. right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's from Michigan. Yeah. But 
No, I and can't hear it. And you have spots of it, too. And I think you may have picked it up from her. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, well, oh, 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 I didn't even mean to do that one. It's, it's contagious. I think the, the most famous, Fargo, of course, is another great, you know, Minnesotan accent yes. movie. So if you're looking for that, I would say this is like a close second to how you can dial up an accent to Yeah, exactly. But even with Fargo, there was like, it, it, it had this like really relatable quality to it. You know, Francis McDormand won an Oscar for it. So Fargo's a great movie too. Oh, I was like, that. for Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like I don't remember no, I seeing think her. Just gonna burst. Good job. You know? <laughs> That's how I was last night. Oh, right. Oh, I just think I'm gonna. Burf. No, I just think I'm gonna burst. <laughs> Anyways, watch this movie. I can't recommend it enough. Oh, we didn't talk um, about our sponsor. Oh. So our our unofficial sponsor for this week is Mm -hmm. WebMD. For any and all people that are looking to find the love of their life who have a financial uh, security in being a doctor. WebMD. WebMD. And you can actually filter it out specifically by the type of medicine that they practice. Or even the kind of doctor you want. Yeah. So like you could look for like, let's say that I wanted to marry a rich doctor and I wanted to make sure that I was not marrying a gynecologist because who wants to come home after a long day of seeing a bunch of pussies to yet again bring its work home with you. Mm-hmm. So I would make sure I was filtering out the gynecologist uh, doctors. Maybe like a good Jewish doctor. You could look, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say, yeah, you can absolutely add in faith. There's a faith filter if Great. you want. Great. Presbyterian urologist. Absolutely. That's something you could look for <laughs> if you really want to cover all of your bases. Um, so, yeah, WebMD for finding your soulmate. Uh, wait, hang on. I can think of a better catchphrase. For WebMD. What? I thought you were coming up with it. <laughs> no, WebMD. WebMD. You're, uh, Wet no. MD. Wet MD. You, uh, I'm keeping all of this. <laughs> I'm keeping all, all of this. Wet, wet MD for when you need to find a doctor, but for your heart. <laughs> That's That's good. Here we go. Wet MD. For when you need to find a doctor for your heart. Not, not a, not a cardiologist, not a cardi- though, but, but like actual, your like, love romantic, heart. Romantic heart. Like not right. the... Your anato- heart soul. Not your anatomical... Right, your heart soul. Your heart soul. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, I think that's, that's everything. It. Yeah, we have like 45 minutes. Well, remember, here. we're cutting out all the spoilers <laughs> that you put in. I'm sorry. And now you're going back to Goodfellas. No you got, oh my God. I got no choice. All right. Um, one thing we haven't referenced is our social media. You oh, can follow crap. us on Facebook. Yes. So I Married a Cinephile. We're on I'm Instagram. I'm making an Instagram. I promise I'll do it. We're on Instagram at So I Married a Cinephile. Um, and comment. please tell your friends about yeah. us. Yeah, that's how this we is We like grow. being friends with people. So tell your friends. Uh, follow us on social media. Give a like. Give a share. You can, of course, download this on iTunes. Make sure you give us a review, whether it's... One star, we'll try to do better, or five stars at how amazing we are. Because we already know that we are, and we're incredibly humble about that. Exactly, and our dog is super cute. Yes. Yeah, give us a review, tell your friends, and uh, if there are any movies you can recommend. Please, we'd love to hear. We've got a list, but we always are open to suggestions. I say it's safe enough next week we do Fast Times, because we voted on it. That's true. It was close. We've both seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, so I feel like, again, to be fair, since you'll be... All healed up Let's next hope week. So. We will uh we'll be watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yay! Which is one of Sean Penn's breakout roles. That was Sean Penn? Oh yeah. Okay. That's Jeff Spicoli. 
Great. Um, yeah, so next week will be uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Thank you so much for listening. Have and a great weekend. Have a great or, and blessed week. It's the Great week. and blessed week, right, yeah. Tomorrow is so, Monday. Have a great week. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.